you're listening to Innovative Minds with Melanie Francis, where we talk to some of the top thought leaders, business leaders, and marketers around the globe. Tune in every Thursday and spark your mind. And now, let's get into it. Welcome back to my AHA Moments segments. I've been really enjoying these segments and being able to share with you the really up-to-date insights of LinkedIn and what's been happening in both LinkedIn marketing so weekly, you know. It's been amazing to just keep you up-to-date with all the trends. So I'm really, really happy that I've actually started this segment and I'm super, super grateful for all of those that tune in and listen and, you know, learn from it. So this week I thought that what I would do is round up all the questions I've been getting asked from my network, from my clients, and I've been answering them and I thought, you know what, I'm going to actually write the questions down so I can actually share the answers with you and let you also benefit from all the learnings and the insights that I've been passing on. So the first question that I got posed was, hey Mel, I sometimes wonder how do you punch out so much in a day? Like how do you actually create content like video, newsletters, LinkedIn posts every single day? You know, back I would say two, three years ago, I was thinking the same. I was looking at all these influencers and I was looking at like Gary Vee thinking, God, how does he punch out so much content? Like how has he got a system in place? And people would tell me, you know, he's got a team of 30 people that are constantly recording him and editing him and he's spending, you know, in the millions to produce that content. And you know what? I don't think that's really true because I've actually hired and talked to some of Gary Vee's video editors and people that have worked for him previously and he's just got a network of freelancers that editing videos for him that is shot and he shoots, you know, three times during the day maybe someone's following him. But there's a system, guys. It's not an expensive effort to be able to produce loads and loads of content. It's about a system. And what you need to do is you need to start with just getting yourself into a rhythm of doing one a week. That's how I started. I started just doing one a week, getting used to what that feels like and you feel comfortable and you can actually scale. It's easy to do five times that. So I'm going to share with you like how I produce so much content to let you know, but there's different influences that do it in a different way. And that's why I had people like Chris Walker come on my Innovative Mind podcast and talk about how he does it. So if you're interested in how he's doing it, go listen to that. I had Richard Vanderblom on, you know, and asked him the same question, Andy Foote about their content creation process. Everyone's got their own IP and how they actually go about doing the volume of content or some people don't do volume of content. They only do very high quality pieces and they don't actually believe in consistency. So for me, I can share with you my, you know, creation process and how I've gotten it down pat now where it's not a big deal for me to produce one piece every day. Like I'm probably at a point where I can get up to even two pieces a day if I wanted. The big change 
for me in that was two things. One was having a system in place and I'll speak about my system. And then the second thing was having a team behind me to empower me to be able to do such volumes. So they're the two biggest things. So the system, how I noticed what I needed to build a system was A, to be able to constantly shoot long form content. So back about two years ago, I used to do a video shoot for two hours every month and I'd get all my content done. Then we would chop up those videos and it would get distributed, right? And I had video editors that would chop it up and I would had a strategist that would choose all the bits that should be chopped up and then copywriters and so forth. So I was still, you know, having a team behind me back then and that's how I would do it now because I want to put content out that is more fresh in my mind, like shooting every once a month. I was missing out on really key thoughts that I would be having. So now the team has pushed me into actually shooting weekly and now I'm doing two podcasts a week, which gives me, you know, two times that I'm getting to experience my thoughts. And I'll probably push into a third point where I'm doing Q&A as well. So I'm getting into a rhythm of where I actually sit down and discipline. And this is one segment where I will pull out at least four to five pieces from this segment, but I only sit down for 20 minutes, share my thoughts. This video then gets saved then my strategist will come in, pull out the video and chop it up and say, you know, these are the different angles that I want to get pulled out. Now, back in the day, I used to choose all the bits that used to get pulled out, but because now my I've got a team behind me, they actually do that part for me and they know how I think because I've gone and explained what I like. And then a second person will come in and actually coordinate that. So my marketing coordinator my executive assistant actually comes in and coordinates the next part which is allocating hey I want this video to be edited by this point I want the copywriting for the video so it's ready for distribution by this date and she coordinates and actually explains what needs to be done per video or per segment whether that video should be converted into email. She'll also coordinate that. But the strategist came in and actually divided all the bits and pieces of what I'll talk about in this segment into little bite-sized pieces. So then it goes into her and then it goes, the next part it goes into is actually production, which is, you know, it goes into video editors. It goes after video editors are finished, it goes into copywriters. And then once copywriters are finished, My marketing coordinator will check everything. She'll make sure everything's fine. And then it comes to me as a final check of the copy, the edit. And, you know, I'll just probably spend about five minutes, max to 10 minutes, just looking through, changing any little words. So I spend about, I would say, 50 minutes at the max a week reviewing all my content that will go out for the next week. And then I'll also do about two hours or an an hour and 20 minutes, I would say, of shooting this video format of content. Because at the end, if you don't actually constantly share your thoughts somewhere and it's it's recorded, it would be really hard for anyone to really know what you're thinking, right? So you've got to deposit your thoughts, your content, your video or whatever it is somewhere where it can then be extracted and turned into thought leadership content or entertaining content, social media content, right? So there is a process and then there's whether I'm using Asana to make sure that all happens and there's actually columns of in production, ready 
for review and you can manage that through Asana, Trello, Basecamp, like, you know, it's up to you how you coordinate that. But the biggest, I think, thing is you need to have a system that enables you to sort of track all your content and like a process that you have. And then the second biggest thing is I think to get to volume, you really need a team to be behind you. So if you're going to do video content, you really need to have a team of video editors. I've got a two-person full-time video editor team. I've got a ghostwriter, graphic designer that enables me and empowers me to be able to do the volume of content that I do. And then I've got a system that, you know, I've been like sort of better and better over the last three years so that the team are empowered by a system. So I think that's what it takes to get volume of content out. Second question I got asked is, does it affect our post if I post too frequently, too close to my last scheduled post that went out? Great question. From my experience, I've found that if your post is going viral and then you post again within like say two hours, that post is now no longer a priority for LinkedIn. So it will now start focusing its effort to promote your next post. So you've lost the opportunity to take your viral post to the next level. That's what I've traditionally seen. So what I do recommend is that if you've got a post and you've just posted, don't post again within two hours. Give it 24 hours to let it do its thing. And if you've got a really huge viral post, let the viral post carry out. Like don't post again behind it. Recently, Richard Vanderblom has posted in his LinkedIn algorithm report I read where he said now it doesn't matter so much from his research LinkedIn, if something's going viral, they're still promoting it. But in my three years experience here on LinkedIn, what I found is it's a robot. It just knows, okay, I'm going to boost this and promote this. And then you give it something else. It's like, oh, I've got to do this. So I think as a robot, it's just understands that post, like a show people. And I think if it's got two posts, it's going to obviously be confused on which one to focus on because I don't think... It's got to go and give some sort of views to this and go, okay, I've also got this priority and I think it would be a little bit confused on the priority of what they, which one should it post and I think that's what you've got to keep in mind. Like think about a robot trying to make a decision on what it's going to actually promote and what it's not going to promote, right? It's got to make decisions. So don't make those decisions hard for it. If you've got a post that's doing well, just, you know, hold off from posting. Third question. If I'm doing a post and want to maximize impressions, what's more important, comments or shares from my network? Now, this was really interesting for me, right? I was so honored when people would literally share my post. I was like, wow, I'm so happy like they're sharing my post. And I soon realized that LinkedIn does not give a shit that anyone was sharing my post. It did not give me more impressions or more views. I mean, the honor of someone sharing your post, you would think is so much bigger, you know, like they really think your voice and your thought is so powerful that they're going and actually sharing it. But LinkedIn doesn't see it that way. LinkedIn rewards comments and engagement. 
And if you want to win on LinkedIn, when someone comments, you need to respond within that time, like quickly respond to them because they're looking at that engagement and that interaction. So when I've been receiving comments and I respond straight away as soon as I post and I see the comments and I'm really engaged in the platform, I'll probably triple my views than if I just let the comments swing by and I'll respond say like eight hours later or 24 hours later when I get an opportunity. So it's really important that you are focusing on comments and getting your network to engage with you on comments, tagging them, talking to them, having heated debate topics. I love it. Even if I get people that don't agree with me and we get to like, you know, have a heated debate, I know what that's doing. I know that that's going to be now boosting my views to a lot of other people. So go and get comments and engage, but engage immediately as soon as you can. So if you know that your posting time is consistent, like I've explained that it should be like you show up every day at 5 p.m. and then as soon as you get comments, you're watching that for the first hour and you're really engaging, you'll get way more impressions that way. Cool, guys. Well, that is all the questions and insights from me. If you do have a burning question and you would like it answered, shoot it through to me on LinkedIn via message. I will definitely aim to cover it in these segments. Ciao. You are listening to Innovative Minds. Tune in every Thursday and spark your mind.